So what was the question? Do you want to play rock, paper, scissors right now? Not with you, no. Me and you. Nope. Right now. Nope. Just, just a mean game of rock, paper, scissors. No. No. Let's go. Doesn't interest me. That's because no. I'm the sir, champion sir. of rock, paper, scissors. I'm not impressed by your performance. This is... Marking out pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking out pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Spreading like this Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. We're marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode two hundred and four. My name is Dave. I am your host. You can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. I am here with my co-host, Brandon. You can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. My voice is stronger and louder. I think everybody should be loud as me. As loud as me when we record this episode. I think this is Brandon trying to give me a sign. Let me know that maybe I should speak up a little bit. <laughs> maybe, but it's episode two hundred four, so you think you'd get it by now? Yeah. This is actually um, the first can, time we're recording in uh, in, in person, person in a together. while. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Um, you can go listen to all of our past episodes at markingout.com or on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or whatever else you have us downloaded onto. Just do it. Um, go check us out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Uh, you can go buy all of our t-shirts that are not up there. Wait, what? I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> but maybe soon to be. No, I it's not know. soon to be. Maybe soon to be. Maybe Hopefully. soon to be. Who knows? If you're know. willing to buy, let us know. Yeah, we, we, if, we if didn't no submit anything Yeah, yet, if no one's willing to buy, then we're not going to submit. People are saying that they would purchase What one. about like a regardless, that's one t-shirt? Or are going to spoil it. Well, you have to admit that that would be one of the t-shirts. No, it's all, we're I only mean... going to sell whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you for listening, tuning in this week. Uh, let's get on to some comments and questions. Yeah, B-Mont and B kicks it off saying, Hey guys, sorry for not commenting last week. It was great seeing you at MYWC. Hope to see you there again. Are you guys going to be at Psycho Circus? Thanks again, guys, for making my car rides more interesting every weekend. Follow me on Twitter at MYWC underscore sign guy. The answer to that is we Maybe. don't know. Yeah, whenever we do attend, it's usually a last minute thing. If I'm home from uh, school, I will definitely be in attendance. Brandon will be around on the Long Island. Uh, Maybe. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know when Psycho Circus is. You should go. I don't know when Psycho Circus is. I have a lot don't of... Don't you think that Brandon should go cover NYWC I, at I'm Psycho not, Circus? I'm not denying that Biggest I should go. Biggest event of the year. I just know that I have a lot of obligatory things. Do you? In February. There's a lot of concerts, a lot of events. Jeez. Um, next comment is from Jasmine. Oh, yeah. And it was uh, nice speaking to you, too. Be Montan B. Um, Jasmine. Do I sound like happy? a dick if I don't say that now? I don't know. You want to say it? I guess it was nice speaking to you. It's always nice catching up with people. Happy, this one's from Jasmine. Happy New Year, guys. Thanks for another awesome episode of Marking Out. I look forward to many more uh, many more this year. How awesome was it to hear Tony Schimmel, uh, Chimmel introduce <laughs> Edge again on Raw this past week? I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this week's Raw. 
Thanks again at Reverse Enem Massage. A uh, little challenge, I guess, maybe. Yeah, let's like move this this way a little bit. Maybe that will help. Or maybe you could just speak like you're naturally having a conversation and be loud. Be loud like you're having a conversation, David. I'm good. Little challenge. How about we introduce Edge right now? You um, can start. No, I'm good. No, you got to start. Come on. I'm good. Come on, just do it. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> what do you mean you're you good? You can do it. You're not playing the game? No, I'm not going to play You're not interested in playing games? Nah, not really. I'm not a game player. <laughs> That's because I'm the king of doing edge. You're the king of doing edge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Calm down now. Calm down. I know you're a little bit of. I know you're a little bit upset that Edge wasn't in the 2K15 game. He is though. You just have to wait. You geez. have to wait for it to come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you introduce wow. Edge. Can I? Can introduce I just move edge. on to the next question? No, question? you have to introduce no, Edge. The fans requested it. Not gonna. The fans happen. requested it. No one requested it. If if I go on Twitter and there's a tweet that says, "More at marking out." Yeah, I'm you, gonna deny that request and let you do it. Well, what if I do it first? Will you do it? No. Why? Because. Just introduce it's Edge. It's not going to happen. We spent enough time on this already Welcome. that the fans want to hear. No. From. Come on, just do it. From Canada. Edge. There Are you, you go. kidding me? You got to do a Chimlin impression. No, I'm good. The rated R superstar. Yeah. Come on. Now you got to do it. Nah. You can't just say superstar. Next one's from Tony the Tyler. Superstar. Hey, guys. I just wanted to know who you think should be inducted into Hall of, into the Hall of Fame this year. You want to answer that one first? Yeah, let's introduce. Are we talking about the Hockey Hall of Fame, the Baseball Hall of Fame? I thought football. Football is the worst Hall of Fame I've ever been to. It's a waste of time, waste of money. Don't even bother going to Canton, Ohio. All right, Skip so let's go with that. wrestling now. WWE Hall of Fame. WWE Hall of Fame. Savage. Is Sting in it yet? Not yet. No, I was joking. <laughs> I was joking. Oh, funny. Uh, Savage. Well, right off the bat, they say Undertaker. They're looking yeah, they, Undertaker. dirt sheets or what, wrestling yeah. news sites or whatever. But they've been accurate with the Hall of Fame prediction. So, I mean, from the past few years, they've been uh, very accurate with them. Why? Who was it? I don't know. I don't they, know. They've been accurate. very accurate. Papa with Shango. For what? For the Hall of Fame. You smoke way too much. Why? We've had this discussion um, on the show before, whether we not whether or not we think Godfather deserves it. Yeah, but not anytime not soon. Not anytime soon. Um all right, so I'm gonna go with Randy Savage, who we'll go every other. Who, name one of yours. I don't know. I really don't know why Randy Savage if Randy Savage wasn't inducted last year, I don't see why they would do it this year. I don't know. Just the, everything Vince McMahon said on that podcast. It's just like, ugh, I don't believe anything you say. I want to see Rick Rude inducted. Yeah. I would like to see Rick Martell, Bam Bam Bigelow. But I mean, this year though, this year, California, Stanley. Andy Kaufman. I don't know. I mean, Andy he should have been inducted instead of Trump. He was he from, he was built from Hollywood, Hollywood. So maybe Andy Kaufman. That would be awesome. Um, so you got him, you got that, uh, can, can we Savage. induct WrestleMania? I mean, uh, Hall of Fame speeches? Cause that Mr. T one. No, nah, that's bullshit that they completely yeah. disrespected Mr. T with all of that. But I think everybody, I still can't believe that happened too. Like, it's your network. You proved it. Like it's, you don't need to, even if he was going over the time to have Kane come out and do that and then just make it into a joke. It's, oh, that's still, I get like cringeworthy over. I know. Um, 
Who else really... would we like to see? I would like to see William Regal in it at one point. Yeah, at some point. Um, there's rumors of Rikishi. Which uh, is, does he deserve it? I don't know. And if like, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say that he doesn't, but then where does that leave Samu? Yeah. I mean, it would be cool to see the head shrinkers. What about, did. what about Dally? Diamond Dallas Page? Callie? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wait feel for like what, Georgia? Save, yeah, that, I think that, that should save till... Where's Bi- when's Big Bill get inducted? Do you think Cindy Lauper would be inducted this year? She should have been inducted in New York. It should have been either her or Kaufman. I, I understand you, do you think why Boy Smith isn't going to be inducted. I understand why um, why Donald Trump was inducted in, in 2013, but Lex I mean, Cindy Lauper, Lex, Lex Luger, maybe he's a good candidate. Kevin Apparently, Nash. I don't. I don't know. Why you don't? If if you think Papa Shango should be inducted. Uh, Kevin Nash should be. Involved. I mean, Kevin Nash did a lot more than Godfather. Yeah. Same thing with Rikishi. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people. I I, I want to see the Steiner, Steiner brothers inducted, but it has to make sense for you know, like California. Yeah, but when California. are they, when's WrestleMania coming from Michigan? I don't know. No clue. Oh, maybe that that'll be a good class though. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Steiner brothers. You got Rob Van Dam. Repo Man. Repo, repo, right? He's. Repo, I think he's from up there. I don't know. Michigan, Minnesota, somewhere up there. Michigan, Minnesota. Somewhere you up just there. named two states. Yeah, like that was a city and state. I I just put it in the in the north. Now the you're now region. you're just raising the roof. Northern region. <laughs> Who um, else? What about Rey Mysterio? He's out, right? Yeah, he's out. Yeah. What about The Rock? Uh, too soon, maybe. I mean, if Edge is inducted, I yeah, but Edge was inducted because he's got the he had to retire because of his neck. Yeah, I don't know if if it's the Rock. Rock's gonna be the face. What about Sting? That that's why I don't see Sting wrestling at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know if that if he will get inducted. Yeah, I mean they're gonna start announcing them pretty shortly, right? Uh, I think so. When did we find out last year? Pretty early. Uh, second part of the question. Also, what is your favorite thing you've seen at a live, uh, seen live at an indie show, or what was your favorite moment? Moment like who you met, maybe. All right. So I mean, we could both do a little bit of both of those. I mean, favorite moment for moment for me. One of the things that was up there is that Ring of Honor Final Battle two thousand nine. Uh, seeing the Young Bucks versus Kevin Steen and El Generico, and then at post match where Kevin Steen turned on El Generico, it was just one. Of, it was just such a shocking moment um, to witness. And the, I don't know. What about you, indie wise? Indie wise, well, I don't know. I feel like a mark saying this, but I always say that one of my favorite indie matches that I've seen was Kevin Matthews versus Craven Varro from one of they had a student show. But uh, what about? When we were down in Miami for WrestleMania 28, seeing Lance Storm wrestle, Matt, Mike Bennett. I don't know. I was, wasn't. Too, I, the, the only reason why I went to that was to see Lance Storm wrestle. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think my favorite Lance Storm moment from the independent wrestling is when he, him and Jerry Lynn had their match at Thank You, Jerry. Because uh, that was such like a cool moment. Yeah. Our, short, our shirts got worn on iPay-Per-View that night. Yeah. By enhancement talent. Um, watching also at the final countdown, uh, Ring of Honor, Glory by Honor uh, 8, seeing Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGuinness. 
in what was Brian Danielson's last Ring of Honor match. That was pretty. That was a pretty huge markout moment too. Uh, we were all very new with Ring of Honor at the time, but we knew of Brian Danielson, and to see that match, it was pretty. It was pretty awesome. I think also another one for I guess a personal level on for the show at least. I. Uh, I'm almost certain it was Psycho Circus when Big O won the championship. Yeah. That was pretty cool being there. Yeah, for sure. Being that we uh, covered him from the start. Um, At PWS, we've all had a few mark-out moments. Um, Lance Storm, like you said, Lance Storm. Right, you said that already. Yeah, Lance Lance Storm, Cherry Cherry. Lynn. Um, I still think it's one of the coolest things that it was... It might have been the show in May. May 2012, refused to lose, I think, when uh, we were we were cleaning up afterwards and Jerry Lynn came up to me and said goodnight and said, like, oh, you're, like, doing a great job or whatever. And I was like, what the, f- like, you're Jerry Lynn. I should be saying that to you. Yeah, that was very surreal to be thanked by him. He's definitely one of the coolest people that I've had the opportunity to meet since I've started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it was really awesome hanging out with Billy Graham. That's, like, surreal. Like, you don't think that'll happen ever. Yeah. And then it just happens. I mean, we there's a bunch of other moments. And, yeah, I mean, being introduced to uh, Samurai Del Sol, that was awesome. Seeing him in action at Dragon... Oh, didn't we see him versus Generico? At, no, 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 no. Generico no. showed up, They teamed though, up, which, they, or he made the save. Yeah, yeah, Generico made the save, which was like, oh, shit, I don't want to be here, but Generico is out here now. Yeah, that was at Dragon Gate <laughs> yeah. a few years ago. Um, as for meeting people, uh, Jushin Liger, meeting him was pretty surreal. Um, <laughs> surreal because, well, you met him You met him without his mask? Or? Yeah, I met him without his mask I, on. My mind was blown. My yeah. mind was absolutely blown. When they it, were like, this is Jushin, Jushin, you can go say hello. I was like, no. no yeah, like that. when I saw him with, like, I mean, it didn't really, I mean, to me... It, all these people are just nor- like, but it didn't register to people. me because like I've ne- I've never seen him without a mask on, and it's oh just, yeah, it's just a mask with. And I mean, obviously, he, he, it looks like when a he first wig. wrestled, he wrestled without the mask. Really? So, yeah, when he first started wrestling, he was wrestling without his without the mask for a little bit of time. I think that's one of the times that I was watching a match. I think with him and Jericho or something, and did he didn't have the mask on, but uh, meeting him without the mask currently that was kind of surreal. I think also Speak- after that with the, my conversation with Finley. Yeah, hang- that was Finley. funny. Hanging out with Marty Jannetty for a bit. Um, there's just so many uh, moments driving. We got to drive Rocky Johnson to a to an event before, and that was pretty surreal. It was almost Brett. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was almost Bret Hart, but uh, we ended up getting uh, Rocky Johnson, driving him to his hotel and then to the event. Um, and there's just so many... Yeah, I mean, even riding with Hacksaw was awesome. Yeah, you riding with Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Um, I don't know. What else? What else could we say? I don't know. It's been one hell of a crazy ride. It really has. I'm trying to just think of anything that I could spill right now. I don't think, know. What think, else? Think, think, think. What do you have? I don't want any dead air. <laughs> I don't know. We have dead air, though. We I mean, really every every air. time I meet Mick Foley, it's always... Uh, He's always That's awesome. Not indie to wrestling, <laughs> and yeah, oh, Mick I Foley is. And oh, what does it what does it say though? No, it just says favorite moment, uh, like who you met or whatever. But I guess we could keep it to indie wise. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, Mick, Mick is an awesome person. I met him. A bunch I don't of know. Times. Who else did you meet on the indies? I don't know. Jake was cool. Jake Roberts. Yeah. We got to joke around with Jake the Snake for a little bit. Um, it's even more crazy just hearing like the other like wrestlers' backstories and things. Mm-hmm. Like hearing uh, Mario Bocara's backstory. Yeah, like talking to some of these people, like Flawless Blake Morris, like everyone, per, everyone that you talk to, has a different story yeah. with where they came from, what they fought through, uh, where they were at some point. And I mean, if only we did interviews on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. we, we would really have some really because that's the thing. A lot of these wrestlers don't get interviewed enough, like yeah. like who you just mentioned, even uh, Bowen saw. Uh, TDS. I uh, uh, yeah, drunken swash. I would love to get Gus on, to get Gus on the podcast. I would love to because he's been around for so long. Um, and it's just, the list goes on and on of people that we would like to have on, but it's been a while since we've done a an interview. I, <laughs> I mean, think a while is like an understatement. Yeah, right. I, I, I still want to interview uh, either uh, Brooke, uh, Brooke Danielle. Or like any, I, I really or Kimberly, I, I want to get a female. female. No, I really do. <laughs> Marty Bell, uh, I want to get like a female interview on the show just because it's such. I'm curious of their uh, their upbringing in the business. How how if it's on the same level as a, a male wrestler? You know what I mean? Because I could see like the, them being treated differently at moments, but I could also see it being kind of a mental breakdown. So. Many I think, different things. I think another cool moment was, I mean, how could we not mention WXW, C4? Yeah, for sure. We got to hang out with uh, Samu and uh, Afa um, from the Wild Samoans. Uh, we got to hang Except out... Samu is not a Wild Samoan, but... No, head shrinker. <laughs> um, and then Lance, of course. Like, that entire WXW, C4 group is just unbelievable. Uh, we got to go eat with them after their event and just being in that kind of, it was very, it was an intimate setting, you know what I mean? Just because of it being the Samoan dynasty yeah, family. There was, there was candles and, and, and slow music. You know, talking about that in the same sense as the Samoan dynasty, that could get you killed. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I they don't, don't know. like slow music and candlelit dinners? Maybe they do. They probably do. And they're they're all like even the ones that aren't in the wrestling business are like, <laughs> they're like what huge. The they're like giants. Oh yeah, everyone's like, yo, you better get online now. I was like, now nah, I'm just gonna wait for the line to die down. They're like, you can't. This family is too big to. Yeah, um, but that entire group, uh, we've encountered so many awesome people, memorable people. Adam Cole was awesome. Sammy Callahan before they like. Before Sammy went to <laughs> before WWE. before like, Sammy Callahan was Solomon Crow, like he was really awesome. Yeah, but there's like so many moments of Kevin having Steam got to speak cool. to people. Yeah, um, I don't know what else. I don't know if you guys have any specific stories that you want to hear about a specific wrestler. Ask us. Um, I'll spill anything. I'm an open book. I'll say anything. Yeah. Why don't you tell them about the first time you met Al Snow? I'm just kidding. You never met Al Snow. Yeah, I did. Oh, oh, God. You want me to tell when you were in 1998 or whatever? Yeah. I went to a convention. Convention? And, yeah, I went to an autograph convention. What do you mean a convention? And it was back... Where? Uh, it was like an, at an Elks Lodge. Really? Yeah. It was... They had um, Test, Al Snow, Val Venus. Um, and they called they you had, the like, big the, show? This group tag team called The Bums. 
Um, the bomb's like you'll find out years later with somebody huge. Yeah, WWE. it was like it was like Edge Christian before. Like um, you, you're not that. I don't sure really Edgy remember. Christian was famous then. There's actually I have the poster in my room autographed by all of them, and what pissed me off so much. Oh, this is where I got my hatred towards. <laughs> Who's now? I hate indie wrestling. No, no, no. That. USA Pro. Yeah. The Masked Maniac. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah, Frank that's... something. Frank's Frank Goodman. Good Frank... Goodman. Is it Frank Goodman? Frank Goodman. I forgot, but I got such a hatred towards him because I got an autograph from Al Snow on that poster, and it says Al Snow plus Pepper plus Head. Did you like, ask for them? No, he just oh. he was just signing <laughs> Head and Pepper too, and the Masked Maniac signed over Al Snow's autograph, like over I think Pepper a little bit. And as a kid, that pissed me off so much. So, yeah. Well, I really disliked I really disliked him for that. Um, I don't know. So that's my Al Snow moment. <laughs> Alright, so let's move on to some sports entertainment. Sound good to you? Sounds great. Alright, let me close off this computer shit. Well, there's no bads this week. Do you want to go with the good since it's so little? Um, yeah, let's do it up. Well, Hulk Hogan opened up SmackDown. Uh, wow, Seth look Rollins, at you projecting on there. Yeah. Seth Rollins <laughs> came out with J&J Security and told Hogan that he no longer belongs in that ring, which I think Seth Rollins is completely right, and Hulk Hogan doesn't belong in that wrestling ring anymore. Yeah. Seth Rollins telling it as it is. Yeah, they were talking about who the future of the company is, and Rollins said himself, Hogan said Ziggler, which brought him out. Then Big Show came out and said he was going to knock Hogan and Ziggler out. Reigns came out, main event set up, boom. Big Show has got to retire soon. Please, please, please. I want to see him have his, like, send-off moment. I'd rather see Mark Henry in action a lot more than Big Show. At least Mark Henry, I want to see him with the championship. Big Show, I don't want to see with the championship. So, uh, next up we had in the main event, you had Roman Reigns and Dolph Ziggler defeating Big Show and uh, Seth Rollins. Once again, a spot that I really hope that it's near the end of Big Show's career, that he's going to put over Roman Reigns and that's it. Whenever Big Show wasn't in the match, it was good. Yeah, I agree. I feel like he's very slow in the ring now. Wow. Um, and yeah, I know, but he's a lot more, yeah, he's he's leaving his feet a lot more often, but he's very slow and I'm just not into it. During the match, J&J Security tried to distract Roman Reigns and the referee, uh, but Reigns threw Mercury out, and they eventually did throw him into the barricade when the ref was turned around, but Ziggler ended up taking them out, and the match ended after a spear from Reigns to Rollins. Yeah, um, it was a good event, good main event. Uh, let's move on to the middles. In the middles, Ryback defeated Kane. Um, this is another thing. I, I don't see a reason why Kane is still wrestling. I, I, I could agree with you. I he's he a doesn't former, need to. He's a former WWE champion, and there's no reason for him to be in this spot. I would actually rather see Ryback and Mark Henry again than Ryback and Are Kane. Are you kidding me? Watch your mouth. Like, what's happening? What do you mean? Why are you saying that? Why do you want to see Mark Henry so much? Because I want to see him with the title. Mark? I, yeah, I think, but I think that that's because he deserves it. I mean, maybe as even just a transitional champion. You know what I mean? Like, just so because... you want to see Mark Henry return and beat Brock Lesnar? No, I never said that. Well, just when, you, when, you want him, when do you want him to win the championship? I don't know. Before he retires. Brock's beating John at the Royal Rumble, I assume. 
Yeah, I still think that that should be a triple threat match. That is There's awful. There's no that is reason not. for Seth Rollins to be in that match. He He's has a ins- guaranteed shot. Why is someone with a guaranteed shot gonna go ahead and, and oh look? Because then he could he could he could win it. Then he could lose it whenever and cash it in right after. That's so dumb. It's never been done before. That's so dumb. Uh, Why would somebody win the title? Lose it and then cash in. Well, right he doesn't afterwards. have to lose it right after. He but why it. would that happen? Why would you continue with the case? There's the the case is null and void. Nah, I don't think it is. But um, during during the Kane and Ryback match, Rusev came out to distract Ryback, but Ryback knocked him down. Oh, yeah. And afterwards, are you having more of the match? Because I got after the match. Yeah. After the match, uh, well, the accolades specifically. Yeah, well, afterwards, um, Ro- Rusev got in the ring and uh, Kane choke slammed Ryback twice, and then, like you were saying, uh, Rusev locked in the accolade, and then this on is the what rope, right? Yeah, was that uh, with the ropes. Yeah, but this pissed me off so much because it wasn't until after Rusev released and everything that um, right uh, that who made the scene? Uh, no one. Right, I think you're thinking of raw. Uh, I'm thinking of raw. Yeah, I think never that's mind. When the never rope mind. Thing yeah, happened. that was with the rope too. All right, yeah, this, this was a clean. Rope. I think this was just. Yeah, this was Rusev with the accolade. Yeah, this was just afterwards backstage. Hulk Hogan set up a match for Rusev later in the match, later in the night for uh, the title. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Naomi defeating Alicia Fox. I was actually a fan of this match. I thought it was a good match. Um, I thought it was kind of funny that JBL or someone said that these are two of the best uh, divas. In the wow. WWE today. But why did they team them up on Raw last week and then have them face each other on SmackDown? I don't think that they know. I don't even think that they remembered that. I hate how it's the next night. Yeah, I don't think that they remember. I hate how <laughs> WWE, they have nothing for Alicia Fox. They have no clue where to put her. It's been like this for the past maybe three, four, five years I mean, she's or been something. Going back and forth with heel face, heel face. And it could just happen like that the next night. On Raw, she's is a she face. on Total Divas this yeah. se- this semester this uh, season? I think so. Isn't All she? right, because I think that that may actually help her out a little bit, where it will def- uh, decipher where she is, whether he'll face. If you have no clue what to do with her, though, cut her loose. I thought you say you don't hope that people get fired. I didn't though. say she gets fired. I said cut, her, mean, loose. cut her loose. Get what? rid of her. As in, <laughs> release her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that she should be released because I do think that she could be used. Um, I mean, she's been with the company forever, though. Yeah. That, too. So, all right. But I thought it was good. Miz watching and all that fun stuff. Adam Rose defeated R-Truth. It wasn't a bad match. It I'm, was just very, very pointless. It's, it's, I, think, it's I don't think it's pointless because the fact that Adam Rose needed to get a victory over R-Truth. It's a match for the B show. SmackDown will never be an A show with what it should be. Where it could be when you have shit like this. Where are you going to put it? Main it's event? Just, that's a match that but happens the thing on the event. People, but people have to see the Adam Rose stuff. I mean, you can't have Adam Rose pick up a victory on main event and expect people to see it. Yeah, but there's Not nothing, there's nothing behind our truth and Adam Rose. What happened? He was trick-or-treating during Halloween time. and, and You're the only person that remembers this. Exactly. That's right. WWE writing for you. Yeah. Up um, next, we had Dean Ambrose. That's who came out to uh, fight Rusev for the U.S. Championship. Dean Ambrose picked up the victory via disqualification. Yeah, Bray Wyatt 
the Got match right the match was entertaining while it, it was, was going on. Then Bray came out of nowhere and took him out. That was actually I was very happy with the way they took him out too. That looked really aggressive and it looked like he kind of hurt, uh, hurt a bit. Ambrose ended up getting the upper hand though, and Bray Wyatt walked off. But the main question here is why does Rusev always win via or lose via disqualification or countout? Because he doesn't. You can't. It, it's it, it's awkward. It's an awkward. It's an awkward moment for Rusev. It because, just makes Rusev look dull to me. But the thing is, it may. But also, it keeps him steady at the moment because he's not losing fairly, and he's not. The problem that they're doing is that they're not giving him the victories. Why can't he pick up a victory over right. Ziggler? Why can't he pick up a victory over Ryback? I mean, I could I, I could see why Ryback, but overall, they're putting him against people that they're like. I don't know. I don't think that they're so certain with with Rusev because if they were certain with his direction, then, then they would give him you. the victory. I can't even tell you the last time uh, Rusev won. It's been a lot of DQs. Yeah, but I I just don't see the I I, I don't know if they're so sold behind Rusev because if they were, then why not give him the victory cleanly? Um, you had Jimmy defeating the Miz. Jimmy Uso, not Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Yeah, defeating the Miz. Um. I don't I know. To me, it was this a, feud's dumb. Yeah, to me, it was lackluster. This feud is so dumb. They can have the good matches that they put on, but when there's a story behind it that's like, I want to help your wife. I don't want you talking to my wife. I like the storyline. I don't. I don't get I it. Like it. It puts a damper on it for me. Uh, be honest. I think it's going to be the cause of Naomi turning heel. Well, I think I think that she's gonna go with either the Miz or Miz out and leave Jimmy. Well, I think like, obviously the best part of the match was Miz out, of course. So, but I think that Naomi's going to turn on Jimmy, um, potentially maybe costing them the championships. I don't know. Which brings us to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Brandon just had to get right up in there. <laughs> I wanted to get into people's ears. Yeah? Yeah, kind of like how moment, you did with Edge. One moment I'm all the way over here. Next, I'm right into your mind. Mind or ear? Mind is the ear. Uh, eh, do different where, things. Where's your mind? It's inside your ear. Where's your mind? It's inside, it's inside your, your cranium. Between your two ears. It's inside between your, your two ears. Inside your cranium. Do you think Mr. Potato Head would argue that? I don't think so. Good point. He's got feet up his butt. Good point. And eyes and nose, whatever else you put on there, sunglasses. Want to start off with the bads? A new hand. Because I kind of want to get it out of the way. The bads, which I think... The ascension. I, I disagree big time with the middles, but let's get the... Yeah, I, I think out. it's safe to say, like, me and Brandon didn't agree on anything. Brandon and I, but... Whatever. Um, Alright, so, bads, well, did they... Let's just say that before this happened... Miz and Miz Dow, obviously, they lost their championships. Yeah, they wanted a rematch. They, they went to Edge and Christian about it, and Edge was like, "Well, we'll give you a match, but it's not going to be against the Usos." They saw it. They saw it. We could, we could. So get they the set match. up the match. <laughs> Who else is going to be? Fucking! I hated the fact that the commentary. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? We, Meanwhile, you told us a yeah, session next. 10, what is it? Ten something? 10 yeah, like, forty maybe. Yeah, and, and you told us that the ascension is next. And the Ascension has yet to debut, and there's only you're, you have a tag team match. Why you come? Like why? Why that, do you paint the picture and make the fans look stupid? I actually thought for sure that that promo that they were going to show of the Ascension was going to say next week. 
I thought for sure that they were going to move it. <laughs> for like, like they did with Brodus Clay. Yeah, I thought for sure they were going to do that. Um, but the Ascension came out. Okay, let's start off breaking down the entrance. Their entrance, Music I think... Music or entrance? Entrance, I think is bullshit because it's a lot different. Jer- they have a similar entrance as Jericho where the wrestler is on the ramp before the theme song and everything hits. Like the camera doesn't zoom on them. They're already out there. So for the live audience, they already see the Ascension out there. And then it cuts to the Titantron, and then it goes back down to them. And I feel like that killed the moment for the fans because, what, they just came came out there onto the entrance ramp, stalled for a little bit until the camera was on them. I don't even like, know that. Yeah. I mean, it's just like with Jericho, how he's always out there with the arms out. He doesn't walk yeah, out the there. Lights, the lights shut off for Jericho. So. Yeah, but people, I mean, with them, the lights weren't out or anything, and... You could hear the people's reaction that they had the Miz and Miz out in the ring, and you could hear the crowd like, like their uh, reaction to them walking out, and then it goes to the Titantron, and they're already out there. So, all right. So but now I think the on. other part of the entrance is cool, where he like crawls backwards into. Yeah, I guess. All right. So entrance now let's music. go. Entrance music. How does Vince McMahon not know? Or not realize that Vince that that Ascension and Seth Rollins have the same theme song. They have <laughs> yeah. the same theme song. I don't. I I don't know. All right, so let's get out to the ring attire. I mean, they've had I'm the ring fine. attire. I mean, that's what I Back think, to the Future Two predicted. So I think that that little paint job that they have pretty much of got that video game. What is it? God of War, I think. I don't know. That's what people in 2015 are supposed to wear according to Back to the Future 2. Yeah, I think that that looks a little bit bogus. Yeah, you I I get them that they want to look kind of similar to LOD dem- demolition. But they it's even not. made it's, But they even, but, it, but listen. Hold on, but they, they even made They look more like Adrian Street. Yeah, but they even made it uh <laughs> Right? Is that who had the the makeup curled? I don't know. And that's what they they made references to LOD demolition. On Smackdown, right? This Yeah, week? I think so. First there was LOD, then there was the demolition. But I don't see them as LOD or demolition. I mean, I I was talking to Dave yesterday about this. I see them more of an APA without like, sure APA didn't do moves that they did. So they were a lot more powerful though. They which had a, I think that's what they need to exert more of. If you yes. if, if I can compare them to a team right now, I would say they're more like techno Sean o- techno team two thousand. No, I was gonna say Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo. Yeah, no. Uh, the thing is, their move set. Okay, they're not LOD or demolition, or even in the same class because there's a difference. Those guys were legit bodybuilders. They, the closest person that would be in WWE currently that would fit with that, they had a fit of someone like John Cena, like a body, Whoa. a bodybuilder. Do you mean Ryback? You couldn't Ryback. say Ryback. Cena wouldn't be a no, but just because the bodybuilder physique. You're talking about the Road Warriors, though. Yeah. Demolition, Demolition not too much. Anything. Yeah, not too much. <laughs> Road <laughs> but like they, Rusev but that's, could be a demolition. But that's yeah, but that's like how they all back then when they were all big with that, like Lex Luger, Sting, they all were bodybuilders, right? And you don't really have that. And L, and the uh, what is it? Ascension. They don't have that physique. They don't have that. If you see them walking by you, you're not gonna be like, holy shit. You're gonna be like, oh, what's up? Which is why they also kind of remind me of Chronic, even though Chronic they were. They were muscular. Yeah, Chronic was huge. But I think they, in their own, I mean, uh, I I don't see the Ascension getting over as big as WWE wants them listen, to, and I don't think that they're building them correctly in that aspect. Let's put them into their match right now. Well, before we get into their match, let's you mentioned about the APA. 
I don't. Okay, I can agree with Which you. Which is something we said yesterday. Is what I think that I think they need to work stiffer, like legit. Exactly. No, I and that's cool. LOG too. Is, and demolition. Is fucked up to say. Because. But they. But we. I'm gonna cut forward, even though we usually don't. SmackDown. I watched that. Did you watch it too? Where they faced Lance and uh, they fan, uh, the Ascension faced off against Lance on Hawaii and Red Titus, um, and they made them look awesome, a lot better than the Miz and Mizdown made them look. And they worked a lot stiffer and a lot harder than they did against Miz and Mizdow. And I yeah, feel like that, that's their job is to make them look exactly. But that was the that's a bad thing too because they made them look so strong and everything. But now what? Are we gonna see them against Jobbers next week too? I don't or know. I, I think, mean, they just defeated Miz was, and Mizdow. I thought it was really dumb for them to have them debut against Miz and yeah, Mizdow because anymore. okay, so now. So they faced uh, Lance and Red Titus, and they looked strong. They faced Miz and Miz out. They didn't look too strong. So now are they who were just ch- uh, current tag team champions? So now, like, what do you? Where do you go from here? I just I feel like it's going to be a very confused state of mind with who they're going to be facing because they. All right, so they just defeated the tag team, cha- the former tag team champions. Former, as in just lost. Them. Yeah, that night. So what does that? Do they get to go against the Usos right away? And if they do, shouldn't they kind of demolish them? I mean, or do they go ahead and face off against a bunch of jobbers, which I'm sure me and Brandon would rather see because that would actually make them look a lot stiffer, a lot harder. Plus, we could. We, it's always a fun to see jobbers and we'd yeah. be like, oh, like, oh, look at that like, guy. Just for SmackDown this week, you're like, I think that's red. And then like, oh, yeah, I play the clip. Yeah, yeah red it's red. And then and even Lance more so, holy place. shit, it's fucking Lance um, Anawahi. So, son of Samu, grandson of Afa. <laughs> for a uh, future tech, uh, future champion of the WWE. I just want to know if people thought he looked like an Uso. That, like, all right. Because yeah. everyone, every time you see him on the indies, people make reference somehow. And it's funny, like, because we've spoken, I mean, like... Train calls him Lance Uso. Does he? he that's what he did when... That's, I, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I remember. Lance Uso. Yeah, like, we, we, we're we very chill with Lance and everything, and we're it's always funny. Chill? What are you, from the 90s? I don't know. And it's cool, it's funny to hear stories of, like, people uh, will come up to him while he's working or whatever, be like, you look just like the Usos. And he'll deny like it. Fucking... He'll deny it completely. Say that he doesn't see the resemblance or something like that. But it's that. not. It's it's the weirdest thing because I don't know how they're related. Um, <laughs> it's like, and I feel like we always ask him about the relations, and it's just like such a big family tree. That, Samu and Rikishi aren't aren't related, are they? I think they are. I have no idea. I think I they are. I don't know how. Their family's too big to understand. But then it could... We've broken yeah, it down it, on the it cannot be. It cannot be blood brothers. No. Because they look way too similar. Unless, like, someone's been hooking Who? up with someone. Uh, Usos and Lance. Oh. Well, they don't look that similar. I think they do. No. I think they, they do. They just look like the same build. And same. They're cousins. I mean, when we spoke to him, he, this, he acknowledges them as cousins. They all are cousins. Yeah, Roman and Reigns. Reigns. That's weird that that's how they spun that. Yeah. Well, I guess Reigns, right. Reigns is, but, is, is what's his name's kid? Is uh, Afa Sika's kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that's, they're legit cousins. Yeah. I don't know how the Usos fit into there. All right, so let's get back to the Ascension, though. Let's move on to their match. Their match. Their double shoulder block looked very weak. Victor's STF looked very weak. Oh, my God, that STF. I, oh, wait, usually Damien Sandow could sell very well. But it was something about that cell that, like, it just looked so awful. I think it was the way that it was hit. The punches by um, 
who is it? The rat face guy. He always looks like a rat to me. Connor or Victor, I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell the difference between the two. Uh, the guy that was on NXT. They were both uh, on NXT, did they? Well, no. Um, <laughs> on the uh, the TV show. Tough Enough or whatever. What? What was it? Um, on NXT? Yeah, NXT, the competition. What are you talking about? The rat face one. There was none of them. Neither of them were on that. Want to bet? There's no way. Want to bet? What were they? They weren't. The rat face one. The bigger one. He was. With who? Himself, uh, I forgot who his coach was. I'm pausing this. Okay, pause. Unpause. That's uh, mind-blowing. <laughs> all right, yeah. See, I, he was teamed with, uh, his coaches was Del, Del Rio. Rio and Ricardo. But I guess the reason why I, I didn't put the two together was because I thought it was a different Connor. Because he looks, well, his hair is different. He's got, uh, what does he have, a crew cut now? Not really. Or like a I don't know, thing. I always saw him as the same. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I always see him as like, what was the TV show? Dumbo. I think no, Charlotte's Web, the Rat, the Smorgasbord is a smor. That I song. Know. I don't know. I never saw Charlotte's Web like that. The cartoon. You never seen it? I I must have. I just yeah. I don't know. I always see him as that rat for some reason. All right. So moving. Oh, so yes. So do you think that the Ascension is going to live up to everything? Brent, be professional. I he's, have. He's no. Texting. Shut he's, up. He's texting shut right up. now. You, who are you texting? <laughs> None of your business. girlfriend. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So what do you think? I'm texting celebrities. Screw you. See, he doesn't even remember the question <laughs> that I asked him. I don't think the ascension <laughs> will live up to what the hype is. So fuck you. So what happens after that? It's you send them back down to WWE NXT. Failure. I don't know. Like, I feel like now that NXT is Set a to main TNA. TV there's, show, it's there's kind of like... There's a guy over there in TNA that can use them. Who's I that? I think his name is Bram. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte's uh, husband. Really? Yeah. Charlotte. She's married to Bram? Yeah, in TNA. Bram? Yeah. All Charlotte. Right. Send her over to TNA. <laughs> All right. So, that was the bad. So, let's move on to the middles. Yeah. All right. Start it off. We had Raw opening up with Edge and Christian. Uh, they were interrupted by Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. I think right then and there, they should have stripped him of the championship. <laughs> I was okay with this opener. I liked Edge and Christian on the mic. I liked that Brock Lesnar got involved. I was I was a fan of it. It set, up, it set up the night. John Cena came out and Edge and Christian just walk away. They just disappear out of nowhere. They're the fucking general managers for the night, and they're in the ring with Brock Lesnar, who's the champion, who never shows up and is there tonight, and John Cena, and they just disappear? Yeah. How's that going to make sense? I don't know. I was good with it. John Cena said that his resolution is taking the title at the Rumble, and his gift is to Paul Heyman. And then he went to attack Paul, but he scooped Brock up, and Brock escaped. And I don't know how you... How WWE wants us to believe that you're building a champion as a beast or building a champion as a beast when he just walks away. It's like Rusev. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Um, next up you had... Do you understand that though? Yeah. Do you, do you agree? I guess. Should Brock Lesnar be running away from challengers? Mm, yes and no. Because he's been off TV for so Should long. Should Brock where... Lesnar and Seth Rollins be doing the same thing? What do you mean? They're both running away from challengers. Why not? Why is Rusev running away from challengers? Well, we were Why is there more than that. one person we doing that? that? Why is there more than one person doing that? And the one, one main person because they don't is know what, because they don't know what to do. It's pathetic. They don't know who should be picking up victories uh, cleanly. 
and that's not named John Cena, and they don't know how to book them uh, to that fact. Um, Dolph Ziggler defeated Rusev by DQ, going along with everything that we just spoke about. Yeah. Uh, when Rusev we, wouldn't stop kicking Ziggler in the corner. Yeah, like, it was what a surprise. For that. Why and bother then, giving us longer matches if he's going to get DQ'd? Yeah, and then he locked in that accolade with the assist of the bottom rope. Um, this is where I have an issue with it. Because he locked it in for so long that uh, Ziggler was selling and selling and selling. It wasn't until he let go of the hold that Ryback came out. I thought that it would have been a lot better if Ryback... Uh, and um, made his entrance a lot sooner during the accolade to break it up and make that save. Yeah, there's no point for him to come out after there was could possibly be a save attempt. And then after he does, he goes over to the check on Ziggler and makes sure that he's okay. Well, if you're making sure that he's okay, obviously you should have made the save. You didn't make a save, dude. Maybe he was eating. But realistically, it's just sloppy and lazy writing by WWE. It really is. Or else someone backstage didn't tell him go on the right cue. And I think that's bullshit. Um, you also had Nikki defeat Natalia in another bullshit. Well, you like this match. I, I like the match, but I think it's bullshit that Natalia lost. Well, Natty knocked Nikki off the apron and Kid caught her. And then Kid dropped her. Natty drop kicked her. Yeah. Then Brie yelled at Kid for touching her sister, and then Nikki hit the rack attack. That yeah, I think that that's awful because uh, if was it the week before that Natalia was holding up the championship, or two weeks? No, that was I think last week. Like you have Natalia potentially in the Divas Championship chase, which I think we all think that she should be, or at least for a little bit, and they completely cut her off with this. I, th- I mean, hopefully, hopefully this entire kid. Like once she, I think that she should separate herself from Kid at some point in Cesaro. Uh, keep Kid and Cesaro together, separate Natalia, and then have Natalia kind of uh, have all of that fuel her chase towards the championship and have her win it. I think that would be entertaining to watch, and all of, as her, her matches are entertaining. So, you yeah, got anything to add? No. Up next, uh, Cesaro cut. A promo basically about how he deserves more in WWE and how 2014 should have been his year. A how, real promo. How he won the Andre the Giant, Giant Battle Giant. Royal <laughs> Invitational. Like that was a legit promo. That was that was good. Like this is a. I think I'm speaking for everyone, but everyone said like, all right, this is the start of a Cesaro push at the beginning of the year again. And. So. Then Cesaro basically said that he doesn't need the WWE Universe just as the WWE Universe's faces were melting that this promo was taking place. And Cesaro said he doesn't care about anything but what he does inside the ring. Then Bad News Barrett returned, which I think completely took away from anything that Cesaro could have had. It made everything that Cesaro said uh, void. Like, it really. Well, true as well. Oh yeah, yeah. That 2014 could should have been his year. 2015 should have been, but it should have been his year. Then well, that it's happened. only it's only one right. Right, you can't jump right, to a conclusion, right? Because Damian Sandow was so high up, and then boom. But he was also on a different level than Cesaro. I right. feel. I mean, Sandow had that. Sandow had that briefcase. Yeah, but, you're right. You're right. But even though. Um, I agree with you that that really did uh, avoid everything that he did say. 
and it was kind of weird because it was a good back and forth match. I mean, it wasn't good to the fact that it was only like four minute, four minutes. Both wrestlers hit their uh, mainstay signatures, but it would have been nice. I mean, do you think it's kind of weird that Bad News Barrett returns to a match like that as opposed to leading up to something like that? I don't know. I feel like it was just a weird return. I I guess because it was out of nowhere. Nah. I just don't understand why they would dump all over Cesaro by doing that. I mean, their matches between the two are good. If the maybe, feud continues, I'm maybe sure this be is good. their idea. This is what they're going to build upon. I mean, everyone knows what Vince McMahon said about Cesaro on Austin's podcast. Right. Everyone heard it. What Cesaro? Yeah, made said. reference to. So who's to say that this isn't going to be kind of like what they did with Daniel Bryan? Except it's going to be in a kind of in a manner where they're not going to bring up the authority and Vince McMahon and Triple H and all of that. They're just going to have Cesaro uh, continue his course. And until it's going to be to that point where everyone's going to be cheering for Cesaro, that they, they're like, what the hell? We know what you have here. Why don't you see what you have here? And then it's going to get to that point where that breaking point where Cesaro completely breaks out. Yeah. But I mean, this. I mean, it's a feud that I've set up multiple times in 2K14 and 2K15 because I, mean, I like playing them. Yeah. As them. Because yeah. they both have the lifting moves. You can do the bull hammer or the uppercut. Yeah. So um, hopefully ne- something big happens. Yeah. Next up, you had Luke Harper defeating Jack Swagger. Um, it why, was, why was this a match, though? Swagger. Just to throw both of them into a match? I think so. Why are they pushing Swagger? Like, the, crowd, the crowd didn't care about this. It, it's a weird, it's like awkward booking for Swagger to be in. Because Swagger, should, if you're going to book him against Harper, Swagger maybe shouldn't have gotten as much offense as he did. And Harper, I just feel for because this guy is had such a good, um, I guess, good something good going with his IC uh, run in the authority. And then it's just like they don't care. So, can you hear Brandon texting over there? Or they no? They can't. They just hear they me can't? not talking. Oh, that's kind of awkward. Maybe they can. I'm listening can. to you, I though. I think they can. I'm listening to you. You're saying about how Luke Harper has his Intercontinental Championship right, run. Continue. I just don't think it should have been a match. I don't understand. But up next, we had Roman Reigns defeat Seth Rollins via disqualification, as expected. Well, Big Show was down there ringside yeah, on Big commentary. Show was on commentary. And it's kind of weird, weird because Big Show wasn't playing. He was very uh, uh, neutral on commentary. He wasn't heel. He wasn't face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but as expected, Big Show got involved. And he pulled Reigns out of the ring and threw Reigns over the table and then dumped the table onto him. Yeah. I mean, it's strong, so strong, strong booking for Roman Reigns considering that he had his return recently. Yeah, it's so shitty that Roman Reigns comes back and gets put with Big Show. It's just it's, it's not, not necessary. Roman Reigns defeating Big Show isn't an accomplishment. Right. It's not like, oh shit, Roman Reigns defeated the Big Show? That's something that not m- many people have done. He's a, he's a legit contender. No, Big Show isn't that, that uh, obstacle that he once was. Um, he's, he's just there. Even if he was, it's still one of those things that it's just, it doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Um, next up you had the main event, correct? Oh, no, no the, uh, last Cutting promo, right? Edge yeah. keep show with Seth Rollins. This All was right, in this my is, bads. And this was in my middles. It's not in my goods. It's not in my bads because it, I, my point of view, it had a little bit of both. All right. So 
You want to go with, you want to explain it, break it down? Well, Seth Rollins wanted to do a New Year's toast. He wanted, I'm almost certain, didn't he want Brock Lesnar there also? Yeah, he, he called out Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar didn't show up. Yeah, okay, so that didn't happen. Big Show came down, though, and Seth Rollins tried to get Cena to come out, and... And John I think, Cena didn't. I think that uh, Brock Lesnar should have went out there because a lot of people were saying, oh my God, he's going to cash in. He's going to cash in. That's why he's having him out to the ring. Right. Well, you know what? If they were smart booking, they would have had Brock Lesnar in the same ring as uh, Seth Rollins at this moment. Just even, even if you were going to just have him toast with him or just stand in the ring. This way the fans would, could still have that that thought of, oh my God, this could happen. This could this may be his moment. We may see this, but they didn't capitalize on that. Yeah, but uh, John Cena didn't come out, so Rollins hit Edge down and uh, or knocked Christian. Christian out with the briefcase, and then Big Show snatched Edge and uh, I guess held him. Yeah, held him to the ground by his neck. Rollins threatened to uh, curb stomp John onto Cena the onto the case. John Cena made his way down, trying to uh, make the save. John, uh, Seth Rollins stops him. If you keep on making this, if you take another step, I'm going to curb stomp him, break his neck. Everyone knows about Edge's neck uh, neck injuries. You make a move, I break it. All right, yada, yada, yada. We progress Just forward. Yada, yada through. Yeah, it's all bullshit anyways. Yada, yada, well, yada. No. So then, no, no, so then no. hold on, hold on. No, so then John he says it. out there. So you then yada, he says, yada through anything. He this he is says, what happened next. All right, so then he <laughs> says, if you make another move, I want you to bring back the authority, bring back the authority. No, bring back, no, bring back. Okay, fine. He brings it. John Cena brings back the authority. Seth Rollins is happy, and yeah. Seth Rollins said, I'm going to do it anyway. And uh, John Cena got in the ring, attacked Rollins, but Big Show knocked Cena out. Rollins hit him with the curb stomp, and then they celebrated at the top of the ramp. And then Triple Lesner, H and no, Steph, no. Oh yeah, Brock Lesnar and Paul, Paul Heyman, Heyman come out. Whatever reason, instead of coming celebrate. out, instead of coming out during to the ring when he asked him to come out to begin with. Yes, and then followed by Triple H and Stephanie, the Authority. Um, and then that was it. I think that last segment was a huge slap in the face. They did not talking about Captain. I don't understand why. Why is this in your middles instead of bads? Because I think I like the fact that Edge put. All, I think that Edge did uh, did a lot with Seth Rollins in regards to this because he didn't have to agree to any of this. This was a big moment for Seth Rollins. I think, and I that, think that whole this, segment was a slap in the face. I think that this entire segment lifted Seth Rollins up a notch and put him on that level that John Cena is. If you have any question that who's in the top level right now with Brock Lesnar and John Cena. This put Seth Rollins on that same playing field completely. So that's why this is my goods. But uh, that's what I thought Middles. was really good. My, yeah, that's what I thought was good about it. But as I mentioned before, with the capitalizing on the uh, Seth Rollins cashing in the briefcase with Brock Lesnar, WWE not cashing in with that, um, uh, capitalizing. Another time that they didn't capitalize was with this entire segment of bringing back the authority. Instead of having it uh, draw out onto numerous Raws or onto a pay-per-view into a, a stipulation of a match, they had, which I would have been fine with, this, another stipulation match. But instead of that, they had this happen. It was just like well, a complete cop-out. Why would you need a stipulation match? That should have never happened. It should never have come to a stipulation match. 
the one man that had the power to bring them back was Cena. But the thing is, I feel like it's a complete cop-out for the way that they went it's about it. completely pointless. That that ruled Survivor Series pointless. Yeah. That just, I think, completely shits on Dolph Ziggler yeah. for taking away what he did. What moment did he have now? He, had, he didn't really do I much. I think everything in current WWE is pointless. John Cena should have been like, I bring back the authority. The authority that will stop you, Seth. And then boom, like GM Sting or something comes out. Yeah, someone should could have made the save coming from behind. And the last segment of Monday Night Raw of 2014, it just put 2014 as a whole into the garbage. Yeah, and what sucks it was now an awful is that segment. next week on Raw, we're gonna probably open with a 30 minute promo from right. Triple H and Stephanie, um, and it's gonna suck. And I think this segment, that that last part, I bring back the authority. Is right up there with that finger poke of doom shit. I agree with you. That's one of the worst things in pro wrestling. I agree with you. I think that it was god awful. I feel like their creative level you know, that's has not really. The same, right? I don't care. Their creative level is just at such a low. I don't know. Maybe they have to smoke more weed maybe or they have Kevin, to hire more people. Maybe it's just Kevin Dunn and Vince McMahon being, oh, I'm Vince McMahon and I'm, I'm Kevin Dunn. It could definitely be. I mean, we heard uh, Vince McMahon on the podcast. And he wasn't too intact with everything. I uh, didn't think you were going to ask me that, Steve. So, yeah. I guess um, that's all of our sports entertainment talk. No, it isn't. We need to do the goods. Oh. All right, so bring it on. Ryback cut a promo about his career so far. Uh, He spoke about Tough Enough, which was very surprised that that was brought up. I was very taken back by this promo. I go back and forth with whether or not... At first, I didn't like it. Because I didn't see the point of bringing up his past and why are you acknowledging his real name on television and all of that. And then they made it into a sob story. And then... Well, like, yeah, how he's working. He lost Tough Enough or whatever, got cut from Tough Enough. He was working at a barbecue joint in Kentucky, which we've heard so much. I didn't... Yeah. Maybe I just don't listen to him enough. But... Well, no, I, we haven't heard <clears throat> from him. We've heard... I mean, Pat Buck, when he was on our show... I don't even remember... Yeah, but uh, how he got Ryback got back into WWE, whatever, and then he spoke about the Nexus and how he broke his ankle and shat, continued to wrestle on it. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, we we knew that. He, that was a he, while ago. He shattered his ankle or whatever yeah, and then continued that, to wrestle and it fucking messed up his knee. Yeah. Um, and then they showed a video package about how over Ryback used to be. But that's the thing. I feel like they, he could be over currently. But the thing is, they can't keep on giving him... He cannot be pushed into this DQ victory uh, atmosphere that they have. If you want right. Ryback to... If you want to have Ryback cut this promo, get the fans behind him. Give him the fucking victory. Let him get the W. Let him get the... And I don't mean p- keep on picking up a victory over Cesaro and people. He needs to get uh, wins that are meaningful. But it was nice to see Rob Grimes, right? Oh, c- come on. Of course. <laughs> it always is. And I feel like the end of his promo was like a shot at CM Punk, but I'm completely yeah, fine right? with that. I, I kind of feel like... All the negative people I eat or feed me more than yeah, but said. I right? maybe, that's, maybe this could be a reason why they're pushing him as strongly as they are to be, to be like, oh, CM Punk, this is the guy that injured you so many times. Well, we're going to push him right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope nothing... I hope that Ryback does... I hope does, CM Punk is good. 
Yes. And you have seen. All right, let's continue. I hope he beats Jones. Did you watch Jones. main event? Or what no? do you mean main event? We still have the Usos and Miz down. Fuck, Miz. Just continue this. Yeah, so like we had said earlier, the Usos, uh, new tag team champions. Uh, I wasn't expecting them to win the titles at all. Super kick, super kick, super kick. I think, do you think it's dumb that they won though? Yes, I think it's very stupid that they won, especially how over Miz and Mizdow are. But maybe this will spark something in Mizdow's career, so he can go back up to that level he was in January no. 2014. No, why are you going to break up a tag team that's so strong and so over? That but is who's fucking to say, idiotic. Who's to say they're breaking them up? They don't. Maybe okay. this is the climb. No, if you break, if you give Mizdow anything, then it's going to take away from the Miz because the Miz wants that spotlight. He's not going to be in a tag team if he's not the. Uh, the main show of the, the of the tag team. You cannot break... I think that it's stupid to even think of anything to break this tag team up because if you do, where are you going to put Sandow? Yes, we all want him up there. But look at everyone else that's up there. Cesaro. But have, he can like, still be with Miz and have... I disagree. I don't know. I don't think that the Miz would... Miz is a Hollywood celebrity and all of that. An A... What is it? An A class... Finger? What? You're not going to say finger quotes? Finger quotes? Yeah, you're oh, gonna, I did this. Yeah, but like, they don't see that. But overall, I don't think that breaking up this tag team is smart. I don't think but that... But who's to say they're breaking I'm just saying, team? well, you did. No. You said progressing well, said, Sandow. Yes, and I think that like progressing, down the line. Okay, down the line. But currently, I think that they cannot do that. I think that the Usos should be trans, transitional. Listen, I'm not saying January, February, March. I'm saying April... Perfect time for Miz Dow to break away from Miz. Yes, at some point. after WrestleMania. But they still need tag teams to replenish that division. The Ascension is not going to be that tag team to you replenish never that know. division. You never know. It's not. They're not going to... No one. No tag team currently is as over as Miz and Miz Dow. And there's one reason why that's so over. Me? Who? New Age Allies will be more over if they came back. God. Are you kidding me? Who's right. more over? Miz isn't over. It's Miz No, it's Miz Dow. But as a but their but their communication as a tag team, I don't know. Miz Miz goes to goes to. I do think his the Usos sell no. a lot of shit too. They got to be over, I'm sure. I don't think so much. After, and all right, you want to talk about your dislike for the Young Bucks? Super, oh come God. on! How they many did, super how many kicks? Super kicks? What? There was like five or six super kicks in that match from the Usos. You know what's funny? Did you see uh, Colt Cabana's tweet yesterday or no, something? No, I don't pay attention to him. He uh, tweeted saying, just to piss JR off, every time a young buck hits a super kick, he donates $5 to a charity or something. I don't get it. I guess Jim Ross doesn't like super kicks, maybe? No. Maybe yeah. Jim Ross agrees they with definitely, me. They definitely, Usos, I don't know why. I think that that's a big reason why they're doing it so much, too. I think because the Young Bucks are so over on the indie scene with their super kicking and, oh, and everything. The, and the Usos I did think, do that, that moonsault selfie. What do you mean? The selfie moonsault. I don't know what you're talking about. That the Young Buck did? Usos did. did the, yeah, I was joking. Like, oh, you're funny. That's why they've been doing Right now, kicks. so many people at home are laughing at well, your no, they're poor laughing ass. At, no, they're laughing your poor ass joke of 2015. They're laughing at the fact that you don't understand, they're 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 understand anything. Poor you ass don't joke. understand. Poor you ass don't understand. Joke. Poor ass you don't joke. Understand. Poor ass you don't joke. Understand. Poor ass joke. You don't understand. So I think that the one good thing that will come of this is, as I mentioned before, Naomi's heel turn, and I think that Naomi heel turn can really spark her career a little bit. Well, put her with Miz, or put her with Miz out, or the both. There doesn't necessarily mean that there's a heel turn coming. What do you I mean? mean there doesn't necessarily mean... No, it doesn't, but I Naomi, think that, that would be cool. Naomi was out there celebrating with them afterwards when King interviewed and he them. Could, and she could easily... Right? But she could easily just as them. easily not. 
I mean, and I think why do you this... do you think that the do you th- were you not be entertained if Naomi did turn? Are you not entertained? No, I don't. I don't know. I like if she cost G- if she cost Jimmy that championship. The thing is, is that they tried it once before with them, and everyone forgot about it except I don't for recall. me. And I then I remember I was like, I think this is for Total Divas, and then it turned out it was on Total Divas. But you don't think that this would be kind of interesting because then you could have her. Um, I just hate how all the divas storylines fucking revolve around that I know, show. But that's that a show that's really... clearly scripted is running how something else that's scripted should be. Yeah, that's bullshit. But I think this right then when King was interviewing the Usos after they won, boom. That's when the ascension hit. If you want an impact from the ascension or something, yes, that's, that's when, a good. That's, that's when that's the ascension should have because putting them against Miz and Miz out did nothing, nothing at all. It did damage to Miz and Miz out, and it did damage it to the ascension. I feel because yeah, it was a lackluster match. Just having them attack Usos backstage would have been enough. To one of not even have, backstage, right then and there. When yeah, in the ring when they were cel- when the they ring. were celebrating. Yes, but. I don't know. You wouldn't be. I think that it would be cool to see Naomi turn on them and then side and say, like, say how Miz got her teeth. But then it goes back into. It would be cool maybe if Naomi could get a movie deal with WWE and relate this all together. I'm in in, uh, Scooby Doo too. But in relate it all together to the Miz got her this deal, and then progress forward. I don't know. CM Punk's in that new film coming out. Yeah. WWE's the the. Barney Rubble, what is it? Flintstones? Flintstones. Um, and then up last in our goods, we have Daniel Bryan, who uh, came out and spoke about his career. He had tweeted earlier in the day saying he has a big, what was it, like a life decision or whatever, a big yeah. announcement. And uh, he spoke about how he won the championship at WrestleMania and how he married Brie Bella, then how he got back from his honeymoon and his father passed away and he wasn't there for him, and then how he got injured. And all he wanted to do was be in that wrestling ring because it took all the pain away from him. And then he entered the Royal Rumble. Uh, Crowd erupted. This would have been another good spot for the Ascension to debut. Even though it's kind of Ascension Hideo Itami-ish from NXT that they just did. Yeah, but it would have worked. I still think the most over guy in WWE, Dan Bryan, getting attacked by a new tag team that's for the most part, mo- more people are seeing them now that they're... Because kids don't watch NXT, I assume. Or uh, the, I the average kid. I, I'm gonna but even still, that. if you tuned into NXT recently, you would see the Ascension losing Losing often. to Hideo Itami. I, even uh, this week's was that, yeah. one, wasn't it? Yeah. I why mean, would you do that? Like, I don't understand why you'd have the Ascension lose after they debut. Alright, so talking about debuts, to me. main event... Took place, uh, Charlotte defeating uh, Sasha Banks. So, do you think that that's an appropriate booking move? Uh, I mean, they've been having them. But on main event? They've been having the NXT superstars here and there on NXT, yeah. on main event. All right. I just don't think, I don't know. And then you had the... Uh, Sasha looked a lot stronger. I think that moonsault that Charlotte does is the dumbest fucking <laughs> move. I swear to God, everyone's like, oh, that's the coolest move ever. She fucking risks her hurting herself. She could hurt her ankle if she fucking rolls it or something, falling off that moonsault, which would be hilarious because, oh, look, you're adding to the move just to look cool and then to do a senton flip? 
It would be hilarious that she got hurt. Yes, because she's making herself. And you want to call her, me messed up yeah, for okay. saying that I think this person she's should be putting, fired. She's putting herself at risk when there's no need for that. The move doesn't look cool. Open know. your eyes, people. She's an AJ Lee. I'm just going to go on to uh, uh, main event. They also had the Cutting Edge Peep Show again. Can, can we Which, have any more of these segments? Got it. You have to love. Well, first of all, they were contractually obligated to be there. Air yeah. quotes. And then but Adam, you have to love how they have it on Monday Night Raw, and they're like, "Oh, well, we've never done this before." Yet they had boom graphics ready to go, yeah. set ready to go. Then they had uh, Adam Rose and the Rosebuds out there, five minute pose or five second pose uh, with the Rosebuds, not Adam Rose. Adam Rose tries to get his Rosebuds to Those follow. Those Rosebuds don't know how to pose. And, they were probably uh, yeah, they, they were, were like, they "Just were go out there and jump, over. assholes!" Like. <laughs> But I thought that it was interesting. I really think that I'm interested. This is entertaining to me. They're doing this so 2K15 doesn't have to, or 2K doesn't have to create the rosebuds when they yeah, release right, for the entrance. They, <laughs> come on, that's why they held off the Adam Rose getting released. Yeah, but I think that I'm entertained with this, as I think a few people are, because of course we want to see Leo Kruger or some sort of a gimmick to that status. Because let's, that was let's not... that was another bullshit thing. Because Leo Kruger was so I don't know over. if Leo Kruger could have been over on the main roster. I think though. he could have. I, 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 I think it was at Madison Square Garden that I saw him wrestle. I don't know if he was that over. It I was either that, that or the Coliseum. Well, I think that if you built it up on the main level, I think that Leo Kruger could get over. I think a great his, point. Like, stalk, like kind of stalkerish hunter. When they had that stupid, that stupid movie came out where you see in the mirror or whatever and everything's evil or whatever. Oh, Oculus. Okay. Or Oculi, yeah. That I think would have been a good time for Leo Kruger to come out where, or even as Adam Rose, yeah, when they I had mean, that promo well, backstage and looking in the mirror. Well, and, this we'll let the storyline play out NXT wise. Well, um, before you go to NXT though, Edge and Christian are quote unquote filing a multi million dollar yeah. lawsuit against WWE. Does that mean Edge and Christian are coming back to television anytime soon? You want to talk about um, how WWE always um, portrays their fans as being stupid. And why is everything always a legal situation? It's so stupid. Um, Stephanie gets slapped or whatever. Stephanie slaps Brie, legal. Brie slaps Stephanie, legal. Undertaker wants a donut, legal. So with Still NXT... Still one of my favorite moments. Nah. When Taker's getting rested, he goes, I want a donut. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> NXT-wise, something I wanted to bring up. We're not going to really discuss NXT uh, too much, but Curtis Axel uh, made his return to television after being off for a while. Yes, he was on main event he this past week. Yes. He came into William Ringle's office, who's the GM, and stated that he wants to be a part of the NXT roster oh. and really start everything. I'm fine with that. The reasoning for this that I've been reading on Wrestling Inc., which people should check out, um, they want because Tyson Kidd's getting over on the main roster now and is leaving that NXT roster they want another uh, person that's been on the main roster on NXT, and so it's going to be Curtis Axel. So you give a contract back to Kurt Hawkins, who yeah, is right. killing it. I think that this is so smart because Curtis... Oh, I thought you were going to shit all over this. I think that this w is going to uh, reignite this, this Curtis can, Axel. This can turn him into Mr. Perfect. It really... This will really be beneficial. Without actually calling him Mr. Perfect. I mean, look at Tyson Kidd. They ran with so many different things. They put him together with... Who was he with? Uh, Justin Gabriel. They tried that out. They had him uh, against Tyler Breeze for a bit. 
they tried him and they had him with Natalia. Uh, they t- tested that on uh, NXT first with him being that cocky guy on the outside of the ring. And they were just testing and testing and testing. And now look where he is. Sure, he's not at doing much right now. But he had he went out 2014 with a lot of wins. And he's been having the most discussion about him by fans more than he used to. And now he's with Cesaro. And hopefully, as Mick Foley said. And, yes, exactly. Mick Foley said that this could be the tag team of 2015. And I think that both of us would agree that Tyson well, Kidd and Cesaro are an impressive tag team. Yes. Yes, they are because both of them are impressive and, and, and as themselves. Yeah, and I really do think that the way that they are getting over with very, very cocky, very uh, insulting and degrading towards Natalia, I feel like this could really get over. I wonder though if like when when because like Shawn Michaels used to throw Sherry Martel down. Would you see any similarities? Not really. Well, you didn't think you know. Like, he would throw her down to pose and everything? Not really. Ever? Maybe a little. Maybe towards the end, but no. She always held up the mirror for him. Oh. Yeah, they, on the entrance, she used to, they used to come out with a mirror, and she would hold the mirror so he could pose in it. He was never really degrading towards her. Not like, uh, like Macho Man and Elizabeth. It wasn't anything like that. Oh. All right, so let's take a break. Um, and we'll be back. We'll here. be right back. On. Here. On. Marking out. Out. Marking out. This is the product, David Starr. And the juice, JT Dunn. You're listening to Marking Out. So believe the hype. And look at it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 204. Uh, time to discuss some independent wrestling or not WWE wrestling or some WWE wrestling. Do you have anything or no? You don't, right? Um, well, CZW Doja Wars took place this past week. A um, few results to make note of. Uh, Kurt Robinson defeated Dan O'Hare. Lennon Duffy defeated Slugger Clark. Penelope Ford defeated Dave McCall. We actually met Penelope Ford uh, earlier at NYWC. Very nice. Um very nice person. Looking forward to covering all of their careers that we met. Her, George Gatton, and uh, Brittany Blake. Uh, you had Joey Janela and Rex Lawless defeating Blake Morris and Ben Ortiz. You also had Connor Claxton defending the Medal of, uh, Medal of Valor Championship against Frankie Picard. Uh, Picard. And in a rockin' New Year's Eve Copper Man match, Andrew Wolf defeated Trooper Audubon. Um, all awesome results. Go check out CZWrestling.com uh, for future result, uh, future events that you can attend. Um, Dojo Wars, that's the CZW um, and WSW students. And you should go check them out. For $5, you get five matches. In this case, you, in this case, you got six matches. But well worth your money. Yeah, $5. You can't, I mean, come on. Five, five dollar wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> what are you singing? <laughs> All right. Just kidding. But uh, why? What do you? What do you? What independent do you have? And it's not really independent, but we have Rey Mysterio, who we we know for the longest time, or we don't really know, but we know that he's been trying to get out of his WWE contract for the longest time. Got injured. WWE was able to re up his contract because he was sitting at home injured. 
I guess that happened twice or what? Once or twice. But uh, this past week, uh, Chavo Guerrero, somebody tweeted to him saying that they would love to see Rey Mysterio in Lucha Underground. He said soon. And Rey Mysterio tweeted something that basically <laughs> seemed like alluding to him getting released soon. So maybe we'll see Rey Mysterio come into Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground, uh, from the rumors and everything, they offered the Young Bucks a very insulting contract that Young Bucks went on Twitter about. Not uh, They didn't state who offered them it, but it speculated that it was Lucha Underground that offered them the contracts Why? What that was they so, turned down. What was so bad it wasn't about it? They, they didn't offer them enough money. I mean, they, they are... For well, Lucha how much, Underground, well, they how were much, Did money. they say how much money it was? No. I don't think so. Like, who the fuck are they to say that it wasn't enough money? Um, they're actually money drawers when it comes to independent, especially Lucha Underground. They would get over huge. Uh, why? What else do you have? Uh, I don't know. Dana CM, White. What about that CM Punk promo? Interview. Interview? That was hilarious. Yeah, it wasn't an interview. That. It was a and a Yeah, it was a and a session. A bunch of marks. Sponsored, sponsored by marks. Bud Light. Yeah, a bunch of drunk-ass marks asking Mark questions. And CM not, Punk, not all of them were Mark questions. No, some of I mean, them one like, oh, are you going to use the GTS? Yes. Go to he's going to use the go to sleep. You <laughs> you know, he idiot. can, can't he? No. Dude, it wasn't, why, would you do why can't you use the GTS? If you lift anyone up on your shoulders, you're an idiot because if, they're going to slide right out no, of your naked or something. That's into stupid. A, not, I'm not, not to specifically you. pick them up into the go to sleep, but if they're up in the... Sh- like, if he's in a chokehold or something... Why? What's to say he can't lift them up and drop the knee to Not get out of it? I'm almost certain that's in the game. Either. I'm pretty positive that's illegal because Why? you're not. You're if you lift someone off the ground, you're supposed to bring them back down to the ground without intent of like injury. <laughs> okay. So you have to bring them back safe. You have to bring them safe, like not safely. So but his opponent could his opponent could do that and say, "I swear, I meant to bring him down." Yeah. But punk, everyone would speculate. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah, but as you heard, opening the show, that was hilarious. The kid wanted to play rock, paper, scissors. There's way too many idiots out there, and God bless their parents because they should have really not reproduced at all. Because some there's too many idiots out there. That's a proven fact. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, I guess Dana White confirmed that CM Punk will be training with Anthony Pettis. Mm -hmm. What do you know about him? Uh, Well-known athlete, former champion. Current uh, champion or no? What the hell is this? Leaf page. Is he the current champion? Or? I don't believe so. Yeah, so CM Punk. I'm. It's interesting to where this whole UFC thing is going. And a lot of those fans were being respectful to him at the Q&A. And I think some of them... Oh, yeah, no. He's the current UFC lightweight champion. I feel like some of them... I haven't paid them, attention in a while. I feel like some of them were saying, like, Mr. Brooks out of spite. Like, hey, I get to finally call you Mr. Brooks. I don't know. They're idiots. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about? JCW, Jersey Championship Wrestling, Howell, New Jersey's upcoming. How about them, Apples, on the 10th, January 10th? See, I told you we had that. I just didn't know where to pull it up from. Yeah. What do we got? What do we got? Well, they will be bringing in Scott Hall and Sean Waltman, uh, X-Pac, to the uh, JCW. You're going to be seeing a ton of action. You're going to be seeing the 2014 Jersey J-Cup champion, Chris Dickinson, taking on Too Hot Steve Scott. You'll also be seeing a ton more 
you got the JCW champion, current JCW champion, Joey Janela, QT Marshall, the Players Club, JCW Extreme Champion Bandito Jr., and a ton more. Um, it's definitely going to be worth checking out. That is January 10th in Howell, New Jersey at Game Changer World. Uh, go check it out for sure. Yeah. JerseyChampionshipWrestling.com. Uh, and then we got, I guess, just some final thoughts before we move on to the end of uh, just TNA. Uh, this past week, it was announced that Kurt Angle re-signed a contract with them. And then it was announced that Abyss, Abyss EC3, they, they just laid out there. EC3, they announced, they announced them. They yeah, announced Jesse, Jesse Goddard, Goddard's, Madison yeah. Rain. They announced Ken Anderson. There's no reason to do any of that. I'm fine with Kurt Angle, that being a whole press release type of, oh, Kurt Angle has yeah. re-signed officially with TNA because he's Kurt Angle. And even I'm even fine with Abyss getting that because he's Abyss and he's been in TNA since 2002, just no basically, reason. or whatever. But Jesse Godders? Yeah. Who the fuck cares that he re-signed with TNA? I, I'm, I'm happy that Ethan Carter III is re-signed, but this is just comes off as desperate. It's so stupid to have this as a press release. It makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. I feel like it's... I mean, you might as well toss some of it out there, but let the freaking dirt sheets report the other ones. I mean, there's no reason that you as a company... Kurt Angle is... It's fine to say Kurt Angle because he's Kurt Angle. Yeah. You don't need Jesse Goddard. That's not like... That's not a huge accomplishment. Yeah. And now they have the ones that I guess they took off of TNA's website. They have Bully Ray and Devon off of there. They moved Sharkboy... Rampage Jackson, Brittany, and Rob Terry. Brittany, I know that she left the company a while ago or whatever. She was fired or released. I, I just don't Santana think that she Garrett. was. Yeah, I just don't think that her contract was re-signed. Right, so hopefully she gets picked up. She was in WWE at one point or no? Uh, she was under developmental contract, I believe. I really hope they pick her back up because she had so much that she could have given. Yeah? I assume. I think so. What could she give? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as a wrestler? Yeah. I thought she was good. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that she's very so talented. What do you mean? What very talented. Get? And I do think that they have to start bringing up more uh, divas. Yeah. Especially in NXT because there is, you have your, you have your There's so head. much, there's so much hype behind all the men in NXT and yeah. such little, and yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, but that's but. because you have like Bailey, Sasha Banks. Um, I mean, the only two new ones relatively is um, Becky Lynch Carmella. and Carmella. Yeah. And both are, I mean, Becky Lynch is going to be a Divas champion. She yeah. had, I think that she has what it takes. Especially on one of the past NXT, she injured Bailey with her uh, submission hold, which is, it looks like a reverse figure four leg lock. And it looks really sick. And I think that she is technically sound and she's going to be the next thing. Uh, Carmella, I don't really know too much. She did, she just lost her, her match. To uh, Leva, uh, Leva Bates, uh, Blue Pants on the NXT. Is her name just Blue, Blue Pants? Pants? It's stupid. I mean, I guess be, they don't want to give her a name, but if you might as well just call her what it is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just call so, her Blue Pants. No, call her by her. Go by her name. But with with TNA though, 
does this mean maybe Bully Ray and Devon one last run in WWE? Or no, it'll be announced that they're re-signed. Or Bully Ray re-signed with TNA. No, they're not re-signing with TNA. They're going to... I think, I think that their best interest would be to go to Japan. New Japan for a little bit. Who knows? We have tonight. Maybe they'll make their debut. That's true. I mean, tonight... We're going to um, live tweet, hopefully. Yeah, we're going to live tweet. I don't know if anyone's going to hear this by then. Are we releasing this like right after? Yeah, right after. Why would All we right. not? All right, so tonight, Saturday, Saturday. People are waiting. 2 a.m. going, I guess, going it, it into starts, Sunday. It says one thirty starts, so I really, really do hope that we get the dark match with Jushin and Tiger Mask and all them. Yeah, we will be live tweeting Wrestle Kingdom 9. Uh, presented by Global Force Wrestling, New I've, Japan I've Pro been Wrestling. Practicing my Japanese. Yeah, how yeah. What is it? That is it. Can Can Bao? Can Bao? I don't know. What did I say? Kalbunga? No, I that's Japanese though, isn't? It? I don't know. What else do you have to talk about indie wise? I was saying it's Konbanwa. That means good evening. Oh, there you go. And Konichiwa is good afternoon, I think. So what else do you got to talk about? What else would you like to uh, speak about? That's it. Alright, well you know what I want to speak about? Your Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Yes, I am here. <laughs> I thought you were going to open up and do your, your thing. What? What's my you thing? You said you were going to do your impression. Oh. You no. still going to do it or no? I, what was I going to say? I don't remember. I was going to say, this is Dave the Rave. You, that's what you should do. You should, like, kind of, uh, what is it, like Johnny Carson? You could be my, the that old guy. That does man. Yeah, you could be that guy. All right, go for it. What am I going to say? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, Fozzie Bear wants to tell you a joke. Dave, shameless plugs. <laughs> waka waka. Thank you very much for that introduction. Bro, Fozzie just said you're a fucking shameless plugs. And you joke. cursed during my segment. Do not curse during my segment. Yeah, Only I segment. can curse during my segment. How many times are you going to take All a right? drink every time he says a segment? Seriously. That's a funny joke, Brandon. All yeah, right. Relax, Fozzie. Thank you very much to the following people. Come on, dude. Why are you laughing? I don't know. During your what? Your segment. Yeah, hilarious. Rah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go follow. Thank you very much for these people that promoted us. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. Jasmine at Reverse NMSage. Jonathan Griffin at John Griffin. Also, go check out The Wrestling Mania. You'll definitely want to check them out. Go follow them at Wrestling Mania X. You can also go check out their website, TheWrestlingMania.com. You can go follow them on, uh, like them on Facebook. They have a newsletter. They have a podcast. Go listen to their podcast. Big time, go listen to their podcast. Also, go uh, go follow B Mountain B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Steve at Disgruntled Dork. Go follow him. Go follow Evan at Evan Bordner1. That's B O R D N E R 1. Rob Kimball at Rob Kimball Brand. And go follow, last but not least, Rohit RK at Rohit CR2K. I'm um, still waiting for you to step up to the plate. You said that you wanted to get a follow from us. And but the thing and I told you, if you want to follow from us, leave a go ahead, leave a comment or a question on this yeah. week's episode. Yeah, he told you. And you didn't do it. So didn't do it. once you do that, we will follow you. 
Um, go check out PTE, the PTE show, Violent Rick, so many other people you should go check out. Um, weekly wrestling podcast at Weekly W Podcast. Awesome people there. Also taking place on January 9th, on, you can order on www.live.com, Evolve 36. I can't believe they're already at 36. Why? I don't know. I just feel like they just started too. When? Was, In Arbor City, Florida. When was, was one? That? I don't remember. Um, yeah, Arbor City, Florida. You can order this event on January 9th. That's a Friday at 9 p.m. bell time. You're going to be seeing the Open the Freedom Gate Championship on the line as Johnny Gargano defends his championship against the Open the United Gate champion, Caleb Connolly with Sue Young. In a non-title grudge match, Evolve champion Drew Galloway versus Roderick Strong. You're going to have Ricochet versus Timothy Thatcher. Biff Busick versus Trevor Lee. And a ton more, Rich, uh, the FIP World Heavyweight Champion, Rich Swan. DG USA Open the United Gate Champion Anthony Nice will be in action. AR Fox, UA Nation, and a ton more. Go check it out. Um, oh, right here. You're actually also going to, um, in addition to that, to kick it off at 7 p.m., Full Impact Pro will be presenting their own uh, showcase uh, as part of Evolve 36. FIP, FIP World Tag Team Champions, um, World Champ. World Tag Team Champions, the Juicy Product, David Starr and JT Dunn will be defending it against the Savages of Eddie Graves and Teddy Stigma. In a rematch, you'll have the submission squad of Pierre uh, Abnathy, Gary J, and Evan Galestico versus Linsterado and Dos Bendejos of Cruz and Rios, and a ton more. Um, Let's see what else we got. Evolve 37, the day after January 10th, you're going to be seeing the cha- uh, the Evolve champion, Drew Galloway versus Ricochet. That's going to be awesome. Roderick Strong versus Timothy Thatcher. AR Fox versus Trevor Lee. And a lot more. Um, I guess that's really it that I have. Oh, Full Impact Wrestling. That we mentioned, though. Uh, they're going to be having an event on January 10th, too. But overall, go check out WWNLive.com for more information in ordering these. Um, also, in other news, we could speak about uh, Adam Pierce. Rumor has it that he signed with WWE to I mean, be... rumor a, has it for the longest time. Yeah. Right? Well, okay, why does that happen every time? You gotta I don't know. This. For some reason, you always say it, too. Boys to Men did that, performed that at the Gershwin Awards for Billy Joel honoring him. They sang that a long time ago, year. too. Well, it aired... Last night, they recorded a while back, but... They recorded that back in, like, the 90s. Really? Yeah, Boys to Men. Oh, a long time ago. I guess ago. you're old enough, so... Yeah, I kind of remember them seeing that on Snick at some Snick? point. Yeah, on Nickelodeon. Snick? Nickelodeon. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was pretending I'm younger than you. Um, I mean, I Pretending you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you're, like, two years younger than me, dude. It's a lot longer than um, two years. Yeah, so, oh, Adam Pierce. yeah, he had his last match, he left his shoes in the middle of the mat, did his send-off, he may be signed on as a, uh, as a trainer down at NXT, Un- unsure, it would be, would make a great trainer, um, rumor also about UI Nation being signed to a contract for developmental, um, ECH has been rumored for a very long time, but yeah. he's still competing, um, I don't know. Anything else you got to add to that? 
No. All right, so let's move on to Brandon's shameless plugs. Shout outs, Dave. How long have you been doing this show? Not long enough. Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout outs, waka waka. That's right. It's time for my shout outs. That's been on the show for the longest time now. Again, that happened. Whoa. Don't even start. So, so why can I say that and trigger that, but you refuse to say rated R superstar? I don't know. Well, like, I don't understand. Like, this has been happening. I've been trying to get you to say it for the longest time. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. But the first shout-out goes to the 2014 Marquee Awards. I think they ran a lot smoother than uh, last year's that had all the extra editing that was added. Into yeah, it. for some odd reason, we just, I don't know. We put way too much effort into that crap. Don't say crap. It was very yeah, good. Last year was for what? No, it wasn't. It was really good. We last barely year. got any listens but it, to it, dude. No, we didn't. It was one of the most listened to things in our. Yes, it is. And up next is a shout out going to Hershey's Me. Kisses, my favorite chocolate in the world. Okay, relax. That's making me less wanting to talk about Hershey Kisses. Yeah, my favorite chocolate in the world though is Hershey's, and uh, Kisses are a great way to bring in the new year. I wouldn't say that. I would say get your dose of Hershey's chocolate. You could say bring in the New Year as well. Hershey's chocolate, right? Yeah, who gave the dose of Hershey's chocolate? And uh, last but not least, Loaded Question takes it. Loaded Questions takes it. Uh, If you're always hanging out with friends and looking for something to do... Hit up Brandon. I highly recommend you buy this. I played it on, uh, on New Year's Eve. And it made me happy that one of the people I was playing with wanted to actually go out and uh, purchase the game. Brandon. It's a game that I believe in. It's a great one. You believe in it? Yeah, I believe it's a great way to entertain your friends and yourself. Yeah. Just go out and play it. So did you, who was the lucky lady for you at the strike of midnight? Nobody. Nobody at all? Everyone was paired up. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. Any ladies listening to this that would like to volunteer to be Brandon's first kiss of the year of 2015, tweet us. Be like, yo, hook me up. And uh, matchmaker Brandon will set you up with himself. Who is, uh... (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, so fuck you. For me, I made out with one of my uh, friends... One of my... Why is this going on the friends, My friend's sister's best friend... I made out with, but I, apparently one of my friends made out with her too, like a little bit. I was trying to hook her up with my friend. Why is this happening? I was trying to hook her up with my friend because I'm okay with like I don't need to hook up with anyone. So I was trying. I was trying to be a smooth player. I was hooking up with my. I was hooking up my friend for, uh, with this girl, and they stepped outside for a cigarette. They came back in. She, I, I was figuring that they hooked up, but I was hoping so. And she was on the way out, and I told her, I'm like, hey, how about a midnight kiss? And then, wham, bam, thank you, man. The, that's the end of the story. So, David got hard. She couldn't tell. And oh, everybody... no, she could tell. Yeah, okay. She could tell. Right. <laughs> this is making Brandon so uncomfortable. He's he just shifting. No sense, He's like, what the fuck is this going on the show for? I don't know. You went from literally making kisses noises when I was talking about Hershey's chocolate. Well, can you blame me for that? Yes. I love my cousin. What does that even mean? I love you. I don't care. See, this is the this is the cutter, <laughs> This is how close our family is. I could share my love. I'm okay with it. 
And he just tells me to go F myself. I didn't tell you to F yourself. No, you pretty I said much I didn't did. care. You pretty much yeah, did. Yeah, because I don't care. See? I don't care. You're not I just nice. Wanted to... No, you didn't even discuss uh, WWE 2K15 yet. Oh, yeah, it's bullshit. You lost to me a bunch of times and cried wolf. You wanted to... We had the marking out championship, brand new. No, Nobody never defended, never won before. And I uh, beat David. And then I beat him again. No, no, I beat David once, and he claims he let me win. I, I beat did. David I the, twice. I, I hit the cancel button. I don't believe that for a second, because I, I beat you twice, and then beat you a third time. Well, I can't say anything about those ones. You beat me. And then the fourth time you went those. to go win after a rematch I, I that I won, and, uh, and I turned lost. off I turned off the game so we could re- record the uh, oh, episode. You're such a bitch. No, I recorded the episode. But now it's... Uh, what do you like so far of the game, though? Nothing. Why not? I don't know. You played one match by yourself. You were Finn Balor against eh. Kevin Owens. What, do, what am I supposed to like? It's the same as all the other games. Yeah, Something well, different. The new characters, the way they look, the way eh. they make you feel. Eh. Do they get any emotions from you? None at all. You're not going to get anything out of me. Well. I, this It's no different from any other other game that they had well your 2k15 experience is going to continue on and maybe maybe one day you'll get there champ maybe one day you'll get there. don't touch me i didn't touch you, you on, the, did. on the purpose of rule number one is not touching me but let's touch everybody now and go to our our This past week, I hung out with Chris, and Chris ordered the... Uh, well, who's Chris? Chris, Chris uh, at Chris Weendog, uh, former former co-host of Not Marking former out. co-host, former host. Yeah, former host. The person that did Carve everything. your niche. Um, at CNY band. Yeah, all that or stuff. Or CYN band. He doesn't even New promote music us that video. Much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking, kidding. I'm just I tweeted kidding. out the music video to our listeners and it got shot up in viewership. Yeah. Daryl. Um, he's very, very talented. Uh, very awesome band. Daryl is their new uh, song that is out there. Which you heard on the 200th episode. Yes. You can so. now see the music video, but Dave, as he was saying, was playing pocket pool with Chris at uh, his house. That is not what I was saying. Oh, you're but just doing Chris that right ordered, now. Chris ordered the uh, the interview, the Cliff Compton with Sex for Sex What's Ferguson. Funny. The interview with Sex Ferguson because it was really, really funny. <laughs> what you didn't even watch this? <laughs> Take your fucking hand out of your pocket. It's not in my pocket. You're making me feel very uncomfortable. It better be your pocket. I don't know. What. Um, I don't know what Brandon is talking about right now, but I was watching the the interview with with Sex Ferguson. It was, was very funny. Say, I watched that too. With the um, interview with James and who Franco was there too? Rogan. Who was there? Um, Cliff Compton and Freight Train. train. Uh, Freight Train, yeah, that's the guy. Very funny. Uh, worth ordering. And, yeah, the interview that you mentioned. That I don't know about that movie. I liked it. it I, it's I definitely that, it's a, a 100% a movie yeah. that, that kids our age, or my age at least, would watch and like. Yeah, no, for sure. It's um, exactly what I thought parents wouldn't like, so Bam Roasted to America. It's stupid that it got so much exposure, especially with... Uh, well, it only got that much exposure because 
let's go America, screw everybody else, but, which, I mean, whatever. <laughs> All right. But my Thank mark you. out moment of the week, I think, has to be, I was watching the You could have fucking just said this before, <laughs> Brandon put me under so much pressure, oh yeah, we're not just going to start this until you think of one, 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 I'm not starting, I'm not starting, think of one, think of one. It just clicked, though. Jesus. It just clicked. All right, what's your... It was funny when I was watching the Monday Night Wars and they had Eric Bischoff's audition tape for WWF at the time and Vince McMahon made him interview a broom. So they aired that promo or the the end of it, I guess. So he was hyping up a broom and I thought it was really funny. And uh, that's when he didn't get a callback from WWE and went to WCW. And that's when the Warlord walked in. Really? So that really? is the podcast. Episode 204. Online listening experience, episode 204. Yes, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to it. You can download you can all download the past, all the past, past podcasts. And on iTunes. On iTunes. You can Stitcher listen to Radio. it on Stitcher Radio. Markingout.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. You can follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. You can follow me on Twitter at Fozzie Bear. Thanks, Fozzie. At BTTG161. Why did you thank him for getting that wrong? I don't know. <laughs> well, Fozzie just comes in at random times and says things. All right. It's like Dixie Carter. I heard my name, y'all. Oh, shit. We're about to close out the show, and then Dixie has to come in. What is she doing here? <laughs> and we wish you the... <laughs> What's your deal? Best of luck in your future endeavors. What are you doing? Stay with me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>